0: Leap to fame. He's about to go full throttle here. He leads five meters. Can't find a better man. Second, Deus X third. Narano's about to flip deeper. Then make mine Memphis at the top of the straight. Leap to fame. Leap to fame. Corners with a nice lead. He's out in front by six meters. Deus X can't find a better man. Narano running on down the outside, but it's leap to fame. Give us a flex, Larry. Leap to fame. I oh, bolted in one easily, beating Narano. Deus X make mine Memphis fourth. Then send it. Speak the truth.
1: He's the pin-up horse of Queensland Harness Racing and in so many ways of Australian Harness Racing. The man calling the action for ID23 is Chris Barsby. He's very kindly given us some time on a Sunday morning. Good morning to you, Chris.
0: Greg, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh,
1: yeah, Larry, eh? He flexes his muscles, as you said, uh, as he came down the Albion Park straight and he did it untouched. Was that the best version of him and has driver and trainer Grant Dixon worked it out that don't try and go around and sit parked, and I know it was a different race the first round of heats, but if he just allows them to settle and then just puts his head down and says, I'm going forward, I'm getting the lead, he's done that a couple of times now, and he's looked, well, very impressive.
0: Yeah, I think so, Greg. Uh, In that heat there on Friday night, he was just head and shoulders above his rival, so that probably allowed Grant Dixon to be... You know, the, the dominant force there driving the way he wanted to because at the end of the day, there was nothing that was going to park him at any stage. So once he was allowed to balance up, he pushed the button, he was able to go forward, find the front. But I suppose the scary part for his rivals was the ease in which he'd done that. 51, that was the quickest time of the four heats for the paces there on Friday night. And he looked like he did it with something in reserve. 28 26.4 4 on the way home full of running, really strong through the line. So, just a little warning shot to his rivals that this is his series. He is the series' favourite. It's in his own backyard. And he just wanted to make that little bit of a statement that, you know, he's the horse they have to beat. So, I think it was a, uh, a nice way to set the scene there on the opening night, just to prove to everyone that uh, he's the real deal, this guy. Not that there was any sort of doubt about that, but given that the series is in his own backyard, he's the number one horse here.
1: Swayze's arrived. He arrived at the Winter Carnival and beat him, albeit with things going against Leap to Fame in the blacks of fake. He was in the next heat, Chris, and he did something similar. Allowed Turnit up to take the lead, worked round, got the front, and won pretty comfortably. You'd imagine over a distance that's well short of his best. So he set out a bit of a warning signal as well. Uh, 52-5, so clearly slower, but again, it's the way he did it.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. He returned serve, uh, Cam Hart, Jason Grimson. They would have been watching League to Fame really closely in that previous heat. So they've just come out, returned serve to say, look, uh, we're the main danger here. We've beaten you before. We're not scared of you. We respect you, but we're certainly not scared of you. And he was able to do the job. Look, I thought he was vulnerable there on Friday night, just leading into that race. You know, coming back from the New Zealand Cup, a two-mile stand start run, which proved to be really taxing on him because he was obviously scratched from the show day free-for-all. But here he is coming back to Australia, came back to Sydney, then had to float up to Brisbane. If he was ever going to be beaten throughout the series, Greg, it was probably in that opening round heat. That's why I thought Turn It Up might be able to fly across and make a bold bid for victory. In the end, um, Shane Grone, the trainer driver, turned it up, showed respect to, to Swayze, handed over, and that was the end of the section there. So, He was able to get the job done. Look, his time was the slowest of the four heats. But keeping in mind, uh, we had that, uh, you know, really strong storm earlier. So the track was just starting to chop up a little bit. So I wouldn't read anything into his time there. So, and as the series gets longer now, we step up to 2100 on on Tuesday night and then 2600. That's more in his wheelhouse. So this is going to be very exciting, the clash between these two horses. As we know, Greg, they're half-brothers. Swayze, a year older than Leap to Fame. So... I think this carnival's setting up nicely. They were the top two going into the series, and after night one, they clearly remain the top two.
1: Yeah, Future Assured and Better Eclipse, the other heat winners, both going really nicely. Just quickly on the Trotters series, Olavici didn't surprise me beating Mufasa Metro, although it did help uh, being able to drop in behind and and get that perfect run. And then in the other Trotters uh, heat, there was an upset, Plymouth Chubb, Getting Queen Elida and Just Believe doing what Just Believe does. So yeah, the series almost looks just Believe's to lose. He's the defending champion and he looked every bit the series favourite with his win on Friday night.
0: Yeah, it's quite remarkable the job they've done with Just Believe, given what he's gone through earlier this year, going all the way to Europe, then coming back. And the two runs back this campaign have been awesome. First up, he destroyed Queen Elida in that race at Bendigo. And then he was just dominant there on Friday night. The trotting series, uh, unlike the pacing series, threw up that little bit of an upset with Plymouth Chubb beating Queen Elida. Now she's got a a bit of a challenge on her hands now, Greg, because uh, she's going to have to come up with the goods on, on Tuesday night. She was beaten and she was beaten on her merits there on Friday night. Plymouth Chubb gave her a good start at the top of the straight. And in the end he was drawing off and he won easily. So maybe he was just a little underrated going into the series. So He'll keep getting better, but just believe, as you said, uh, he's clearly the horse that they've all got to beat. Olavici, Mufasa, uh, Metro, they were nice. They were expected to dominate that heat, which they did, but they're probably that run below. So just believe uh, this is his third straight into the dominion series, and uh, he's chasing back-to-back victories. He was placed two years ago in Sydney, won it last year in his home state of Victoria, and he's the horse they've got to beat this year as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Tuesday night, uh, the action continues out of uh, Albion Park, uh, the first of those heats, about 8.30 New Zealand time. Hey, Chris, thanks for your time this morning. Really appreciate it, mate. Probably grab you next week and get your summation too, and uh, we'll build towards what will be a a fitting finale, I think, for that series. Thanks for your time this morning.
0: Pleasure, Greg. Anytime.
1: That's Chris Barsby, race caller, of course, for Racing Queensland and calling ID23.